Today's show is sponsored by the Commission to Get Sang Cheers in Czech. The English language is varied and full of options, and it's exciting to say cheers instead of goodbye, but it makes some of us think you're bragging about your trip to Europe, and it also reminds us about the show Cheers, and then it's just hard to concentrate after that. Cheers is fine, but goodbye works just fine also. Just keep it in check, that's all. The commission to get saying cheers in check. Let's do the show. Everybody, welcome to Meet My Friends, the Friends, the Friends Recap Podcast, hosted by me, Tom Sharpling. We go through each and every episode of Friends one by one, and tonight we're going through another episode. So sit back, relax, and get ready to meet my friends, the Friends. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Meet My Friends, the Friends, the Friends Recap Podcast. We uh, are going through. We're close to the end of Season 1, and we are at Episode 23 of Season 1. Biggie. Biggie, the one with the birth. And you all know what that means. Uh, This one was uh, the teleplay by Jeff Greenstein and Jeff Strauss. Story by David Crane and Marta Kaufman. Um, Interesting, not sure why there was a split there of story and teleplay. Usually it means uh, some sort of something was going on behind the scenes because show creators don't have to take credit for things like that unless something made them do it, unless they're pigs about credit. But we're not going to get into that now. Directed by James Burroughs. And this one aired on May 11th, 1995. And uh, everybody arrives at the hospital for the bir- for Carol's birth. The, well, not Carol's birth, for Carol giving birth to Ross's child. Ross fights with Susan, who is uh, Carol's new partner and uh, her, her uh, significant other. And Rachel flirts with a doctor. And uh, the obstetrician who's taking care of uh, Carol. Phoebe sings in the episode. Joey actually helps a single mom, uh, Lydia, give birth. And Monica starts getting baby fever and Chandler tries to comfort her about it. And uh, then the baby is born and they name the baby Ben after... uh, the overalls that Phoebe was wearing when Phoebe and Susan and Ross were all locked in a storage closet, desperately trying to get out to be a part of the birth of the baby. Um, this is a great episode. Uh, everybody's got a lot to do in it. Oh, let me say hello to Jason Gore, engineer Jason, how are you? Hey, Tom, doing great. Thanks for being a part of the show tonight. Of course. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'll uh, try to make this one an episode that doesn't uh, doesn't end the best show or be the end of me. Do what? 
What do you mean? I was just uh, saying that this this episode uh, against uh, what uh, what others seem to think. I'm just doing an episode. Uh, try to do the show to where this this show would not be the end of Tom Sharpling. I don't right. I don't get it. You. No, it's the thing you brought up. Oh, the other <laughs> yeah, that, that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope, man, I hope this uh-huh. isn't the end of uh, of Tom Sharfling. Thank this, you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, it's not going to be. This is going to be a good show. Good. I have a good feeling about this one. Yeah. Um, Joey helps. A, this is a great episode. Joey helps a young uh, Leah Remini in a, uh, a give birth uh, to her child, even because the uh, the uh, father is not there and so Joey helps out and you get to see a sweet side of Joey um you also see Chandler and Monica even though there is no romantic chemistry between the two of them at this point they're both talking about uh if they don't find anyone then they can get together and have a relationship together Monica finds that uh repulsive to put it in those terms, but it is uh, interesting, foreshadowing, and uh, yeah, it's uh, also an episode where Jonathan Silverman plays a doctor and has a little uh, flirtation with Rachel. And this is this is before his show Single Guy aired on NBC. Uh, this was NBC grooming him. Yeah, for definitely. The yeah. Yeah, exactly. And uh yeah. Let me just say that the today's show is sponsored by the commission to get saying cheers in check. Legend has it that the Eskimos have over one hundred words for snow. But there are about forty words to describe snow in the English language. Needle, powder, and dendrite dendrite are just a few, not too shabby. English is a pretty flexible language with lots of options, so it's understandable why some of you like to say cheers when you're leaving a friend's company. We get it, but you might want to break it up a little bit. It starts to sound like you're trying to be European or something. We're not saying you can't say it, but we just want you to get it in check. Try farewell or see you around or even take it sleazy if it makes sense. Saying cheers too much sounds like you're showing off. And then we start thinking about the show Cheers, and we lose a good 10 minutes trying to remember when Coach died. This was paid for by the commission to get saying Cheers in check. No offer code applicable. Um, weird ads. So the ads, um, when you kind of open the door yeah, and you say yes to anyone. You let anything in. You let anything in, yeah. And I guess when I do an ad like that, I'm sure the hate listeners are having a field day with that and well, enjoying the that. But uh, who cares? I mean, they can hate listen all they want. <laughs> I don't care. What is that? Is what? that was that part of the AV Club review? The hate listen? Yeah, no. the hate list. Was that in there? The hate list. Yeah, I knew Saving Grace was in there. Yeah, you. But uh, exactly. was the hate list part of the hate? No, that's a. That's the story you told me the other day. The thing, the fight at the UCB theater. Oh, yeah. you said it about five <laughs> times. Oh, that's were... right. Yeah, the hate list. The hate. No, I forget. I've, I've had. A, I got there a lot was, on my mind. There was no hate. 
There's no hate list. Yeah. Do you not remember your own story? Well, I, there were so many things said. You told said. me this thing. You were so... There was... This... Uh, this um, okay, well, let me ask you a question then. Okay. How many people did you did you argue down when uh when you were backstage at the UCB theater and people were putting the show down uh let's see 8 10 8 or 10 no it was you said it was it, over 20 guys probably 25 oh that's right yeah there were i would say 25 there were 25 no, okay Yeah, that's right. Um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be blunt with you here. Okay. You told a story a couple episodes ago why you were so upset and, right. and seemed like you weren't paying attention to the show and you were just checked out, right? Yeah. And then it's like, what's wrong? And in the first uh, episode, you sat there just said didn't say two words. Um, okay. I don't know. I don't know. Second episode, you tell a story about how you went and did a show, the UCB Theater, and you started arguing with people were just... just 25 people. You were saying they were all saying the show sucked and that it's going to ruin you and it's going to ruin the best show and me. It's going to be the end of me. and, And then you just say you wouldn't let it stand and you stood up to them and you just wouldn't... You had, why are you laughing? I, okay. So do you ever, have you ever been in that situation where you're just like, you're riffing with a bunch of comedians backstage and you say something really funny and, uh, you know, and then, and then it just, and they laugh really hard. Like you say something like meet my friends, the friends sucks. And then boom. Eight to ten people are just laughing their asses off. Mm-hmm. Um, I I was showing off. I was just showing off the whole time. Um, so it was not you versus these people. No, no, it was you, you and these people. Yeah. Well, no, not even that. They really love the show. Oh, so you were actually telling them that no, the show sucks. Yeah, I it it kind of it was like a just kept saying everything that i've you know felt since that first episode like this show will end you um the the hate chart that was me i said all of that um so you you didn't come dumb waste of time man Uh that (laughs) really whatever you say dumb Uh in a in a joke everybody loves it man and they uh i'm sure sure so you had no problem you were just trashing me in front of these people, even yeah. though you pull a check from this show. Yeah, you renegotiated what? your pay to where uh, to a point that now you're whatever you what what am I worth? What what whatever it was you're saying. What do you want to give me? What do you want that give you? Finally, settle on a number I, that you that you you can go along with. And then, but the, the, so you still, even with that squared away, right? You still go and you show off in front of your 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 improv friends. I 
I was showing off. I didn't feel good about it, uh-huh. and that's why I was quiet that first episode. Sure, because I thought was maybe it, it would get. Was be- it? My worry was, was that no, no. Was that why you were quiet for the episode? Let's just figure where the line of lying is out here. No, I am telling the truth. This is the okay. truth. Okay. So you sat here quiet. My worry was that it was going to get back to you. Uh-huh. So that's because why you I sat said quietly. a lot of things. Okay. The S H I T. Mm-hmm. That was me, but that I said you. the show is effing s h i t. Okay, I made that distinction. Sure. Um. So that was so that was not someone else that you shouted down. No, it's it's just riffing, man, and I didn't. It's just it's just comedians riffing. There's no harm in at it at my expense. There's no harm, but there's they no love harm. you. Oh, there's no harm except for one of the two people that works on the show thinks it's garbage and goes broadcasting it to anyone who especially other people working in the same field I work in. Yeah, there were some that, agents and that stuff. That you're broadcasting too. you're broadcasting to them, oh, just in case you don't know, Tom's doing a thing and it sucks. But how do I know? I'm there for every episode. I work on it. I think it sucks more and I hear I hear every episode as it happens. But don't worry, I get paid on it too. But I think it sucks. Oh, you thought it was good? No, it sucks. I'm actually gonna tell. I'm actually gonna talk you out of liking it and turn and then make people think it. No, no, don't worry. It's um, trust me. It sucks. And the the point in the story where somebody showed me unsubscribing from the show. Yeah, who was that? That was me. It was you unsubscribing, unsubscribing well, in front of. First of all, I don't even know why you would subscribe people. to this show anyway. That's yeah. weird that you'd subscribe to. What, this is so messed up right now. It's all this is in, so messed up. It's all in good fun. No, you know got, I'm it's here. It's not in good fun. It's bad fun, and it's not. No, it's not even bad fun. It's no fun for you to do this. It shows a weakness of character. It's a weakness of character. You try to play every side. You play whatever side works for you at whatever minute, and then you'll just you'll flip. You'll go, but for you to just bad rip me in front of these guys after. After we, I thought we squared everything. Well, clearly we didn't. But I didn't tell you everything that I said. Well, what else so, did you say? Just give me one other. Give me one winner that you that you didn't tell me yet that you said for I, the amusement of all these people. I said I hope the studio burns down. Okay. But that was a joke. That's not. A, there's no version of that that's funny. There's no version. You. S- now I'm going to take the high road. This is 2018. I did this show for a reason. I tried to start the year as a positive thing with a new thing to add to the thing and do something that could reach people that just because Friends is so popular and people like this show and it's a way for them to hear someone they like talking about the show they like but i you know what it is i hired a rat and i'm talking to myself right now you shut up i don't even want to i'm not even looking at you and i don't want to hear from you i'm telling you if you say one word for the rest of the show don't say one word for the rest of this show i'm not joking if you say one word for the rest of this show you're going to regret it so just keep quiet. I'm going to finish the show and I'm here to do a thing. Sounds good. 
dick move. Sounds good. If 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 you utter one more thing, I'm telling you. Oh, so in this, so let me just. Okay. So, um. Friends first. <laughs> it's the first time Monica and Chandler talk about a relationship. Time for another fun friends fact. During this episode, Rachel hits on uh, Carol's obstetrician, who's played by Jonathan Silverman. Later in the series, Rachel's favorite movie is announced as Weekend at Bernie's, which stars none other than Jonathan Silverman. Another friend's fun fact. Time for another fun friend's fact. The nurse who tends to Leah Remini's character in this episode is played by June Gable, who will later play Estelle, Joey's agent, in future episodes. Line of the episode. It's the line of the episode. Lydia, who's uh, Lisa Remini, is on the phone to her mom. Joey Tribbiani. Yes, okay, hold on. She wants to talk to you. Take the phone. Joey takes the phone. Hi. Yeah, hi. Yeah, it's me. Oh, no, 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 no. We're, we're just friends. Yeah, I'm single. 25. An actor. Hello. It's, it was a pretty good uh, hello from, uh, yeah. Um. Rank the episode. No sound effect for that one. I guess I could have a sound effect on it where it's just, it's, it's, uh, Jason saying that I suck, um, could probably be the thing with a underneath it. Uh, I'm going to say this is the first classic episode of the series. All six of the friends are great. There's nine out of 10 friends on this one. Um, and Phoebe's speech, uh, that she gives cause, cause Susan and, uh, Ross are fighting in the in the in the uh, closet, the supply closet. They're locked in. They're fighting, and then Phoebe says a thing where she says, "You, this kid is so lucky. I had uh, my mom died, and my father was uh, skipped out, and this this baby is the luckiest baby. Actually, has people fighting over how much they're gonna love this baby, and this is the luckiest kid. It was a very sweet moment." Um, Rank the friends. Um, I'm going to say all of them. It's a six-way tie for first on this one, or the a rare thing. Um, yeah, must be nice to be able to list friends. Uh, to regard friends so highly that everyone's tied for first, not just anyone tied for like or last because of things they say about you or or humiliate you in front of a thing you had that admittedly is a no I'm not going to admit anything I, I love this show and it was done for the right reasons and it's still done for the right reasons and um yeah don't say any. I see you hovering toward that mic. I'm telling you, I'm going to wrap the mic right in your mouth. If you turn away from the mic, yes, turn away from it. So thanks for 
listening to Meet My Friends, The Friends. Uh, next week is the final episode of season one. And uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with The Friends on Meet My Friends, The Friends. Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, the episode's over. Do you want to go get something to eat? You know, maybe go to Billy's? Tom? Let's go to Billy's. Let's go, let's grab a bite. Oh, I'm sorry. You're talking to me. I said the best show was good. Oh wow! Well, that's a real that's a real stretch. Did, 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 did it pain you? No, it was really easy to say. Yeah, let's let's go get some food. We'll go to Billy's. No, I'm not eating with you.